I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Did you just oh, have a brain fart? I know kung fu. It's green berets for breakfast. Drive now. I'm very hungry. Don't you know who I am? I'm the juggernaut, bitch! You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. Shut up, My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. It's the Justin and Alistair Watch Movies. You never know what you're going to get. Welcome back. Hello. This is episode number seven. <laughs> Lucky number seven. This was my first time hearing... An intro that you're not even gonna hear on this episode. No, this this was last week. We're just because we're recording this one using that the podcast six intro as our like make a new intro as our intro cue to know what we're doing, and so we just all like almost beat ourselves laughing at last week's intro <laughs> or two one. weeks ago's intro. It was a good one. So this week we have uh, myself, Alistair, and uh, I'm Justin, and we have a guest, another guest this week. We got a guest. Because we realized just the two of us talking is not as entertaining. We, all we do is talk at work, so we run out of shit to talk about pretty fast on the podcast. So we brought our... Uh, I think he said it best earlier. After two local music legends, we have this, like, fuck stain. <laughs> Todd Wilson. Welcome, Todd. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me, I, I, I guess. <laughs> After an intro like that, I think I, I, I think I need to leave or, or something. I think that was a stellar introduction. It was a stellar introduction. The thing is, like, we've wanted Todd from the beginning. Like, Todd was always one of the like <laughs> planned guests that we were supposed to have, and now we got him. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, this flattered. has been in the works for like about well, as by time this goes up, probably like about six weeks. We've been trying to get him on. Yeah, it's been like constant, like, hey, can you come over and let's make a podcast? It's been like, no, I I work or no, I'm gone this weekend. And we're getting some feedback here, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, is that that might fix it? Hello. But yeah, so we're watching Role Models. It's on Netflix. Let's just start the movie. We'll roll the movie, and then we'll keep talking. And then we're going to, yeah. We're at zero point. We're watching on Netflix. Netflix Canada, like always. Yeah. So sit back, relax, and... uh, Also, we're drinking craft beer. I got a Muskoka Brewery, Moonlight Kettle, cool as cuke. I have the Summer Vice. And I have the uh, as he struggles to open the can, the, or the uh, bottle, cra- the unfiltered. Is he about to like leak out? Yeah, like watch yourself <laughs> there, buddy. <laughs> Getting a little excited over there. Like, <laughs> and uh, I. It happened. So we're recording this after me and Killer have worked uh, eight nine hour shift at work, and uh, so I brought the beers with me in my backpack to work. So they're uh, warm beers that have been in a backpack in a staff room all day at work. Yeah. Nothing like a warm, warm craft beer. Yeah. Oh, man. Here we go. Roll I remember bottles. one t- so random story about warm craft beer. I went to the beach two summers ago, and we stopped at the beer store on the way there. I was like, "Oh, I need some beers for the beach." And what do I choose? I choose some Muskoka. I choose some Mad Tom, which is nice and hoppy. So you're drinking that warm on the beach <laughs> for oh, a couple that hours. That is not a beach beer. That would be horrible. It was terrible. That is not the taste you want on a beach. It's like drinking a warm pine air freshener. Just like <laughs> just bottles of Pine Saw. Pine Saw might have tasted better, actually. Maybe. It, it would have cleaned you out on the inside, at yeah. the very least. <laughs> That's a badass truck. Yeah. We should do that, uh, I don't know, with Alistair's Vespa. <laughs> just pimp it out. Just throw some horns on it and pierce its nose. <laughs> yeah, so we have a Todd on this week. Uh, I've known Todd for a decade. 
this coming September? No. I think I've known him for four or five years now. Yeah, so, I think something like that, yeah. Yeah. Me and Tom pretty strong. Yeah. Me, and Tom went to, strong. me and Tom went to school together. We went to college. That place we uh, referenced in other episodes. Ah, yes. Um, oh, our controller batteries are low, Kilroy, like always. It's okay. It always says they're low. They'll last forever. <laughs> <laughs> We don't actually need. We're watching a movie. We don't actually need, yeah, the, we don't control. need the control. It's fine. We're just yeah. watching. Yeah. Shoot um, the shit. Yeah. So yeah, worked together. Uh, we went to school together. We lived together, and then you guys worked together, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Todd is great. Yeah. Me and Todd never oh, got the privilege you. to. We sang. Work he harmonized. Yeah. Did cartoon voices together? Oh like, yes. Like nightly. Voices. Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah. <laughs> we just caused mischief and drank together. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's a great guy. You should get to know him. <laughs> it was funny in the it's in the last step in the Patrick episode that you guys heard two weeks ago. We I heard we were talking about or maybe it was before it aired. Me before we started recording, we mentioned how you graduated just recently. Yeah, and how I was gonna go. But then I had to work that day, and then I also drank a lot the night before. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, but if I had gone, it wouldn't be the first like heritage graduation I went to, huh? Hungover, smelling like alcohol. Oh, jeez. And I think I told that story on the podcast. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That was the other one your own? Week, two weeks ago. No, the one where me and you, when we lived together, we were up all night drinking. Oh, yeah. And then we went to go see Keisha graduate. And we woke up, we're like, oh, grad started like 30 minutes ago <laughs> on the other side of town. Oh, shit. We sneak in into the back row. And then after Keisha's like, you guys smell like alcohol. Yeah. And we're like, well, you're right. We do. One of our finer moments. It was some some interesting days. Let's put it that way. When we lived together in yeah. Preston, yeah, that was just, yeah. It would, it, Steve, it, Steve it, Hicks is still with us. At yeah, that point, we, were, right? we were living in Preston. That I think that that sums it up enough. And, and was Devin was still there at that point, correct? I was on the mattress. Yeah, in the living you were room. sleeping on the floor. Yeah. So real talk, you know how like guys have like you know a man crush on somebody. If if I have kind of a man crush on Paul Rudd, but it's like if I could have like a famous person to be like my best friend. It'd be Paul Rudd, like hands down. Yeah. I know, I understand the man crush. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like it's not like a gay thing. It's more of like a like a bro thing. Like, <laughs> like I would be friends with Paul Rudd. I feel like he would be a good friend. Yeah, Paul Rudd would be a yeah, maybe a friend. solid friend. Yeah, he's like the kind of guy that would just like you know like you know take you out on your birthday and like you know give you a good pep talk when you're feeling down. Yeah, I feel like he'd be like cool to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> I, love a, I forgot a Jormay Chacomo is in this movie Wait who? Uh, the one dude from the Lonely Island Oh okay yeah 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 Who is someone that you would not want to hang out with That does not seem like a bro Like of, of like famous people? Yeah so like the opposite of Paul Rudd The opposite of Paul Rudd I don't Oh man! That's I feel like Charlie M. Scott would throw you under the bus if he was like someone you hung out with. No, I've heard he's a really nice guy. Actually, he is. He's yeah. Australian. I, I don't. I don't think Australians come in. Is he like, I think he's from Australia. I don't think Australians come in like I bad people. If he's people. got the accent, mate, I can't do it. Yeah, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so Kira's busting on accents this week. I'm Canadian boy, can't do the Australian accent. No, oh, that's getting a little bit better now. You're getting I want to start in. to form the uh, sentences. It's, it starts to pick up a little bit. There we go. It's starting to get into form now. There you go. All right. Um, oh, who would <laughs> it be? Who just seems like who'd be an asshole? <laughs> who would be an asshole? Or someone, or someone that you would think is an asshole, but is a really nice guy. Like I feel like I think Eminem because he's he's got this really 
he's never really smiling. He's always kind of got that yeah, yeah, yo kind of <laughs> attitude. But I bet you, like, if you're his best friend, he fucking would be amazing to you. I feel yeah. like Hugh Laurie would be like that. Like, from, like, years of, like, being house, I think people just automatically assume that he's just, like, <laughs> yeah. a giant knob. I've heard William Shatner hates fans, his fans. Yeah. yeah because yeah. he's just been in the game so long, so it's I like, saw on Facebook someone said that Bill Nye's an asshole in person. Really? I've heard that, like, the entire cast of Star Trek hates William Shatner, so... Yeah, it's because it's Chevy he's, Chase is he's the, like, big ego for Chevy Chase is supposedly an asshole, too. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the opposite would be like Chevy Chase. I feel like he would not be cool. Also, like one would one of us be hanging with someone Chevy Chase's age though? And <laughs> do you think there's a pattern though? Because they're both old guys who have been famous for a long time. Do you think it's just the fact that they've been dealing like, with fame and they can't go outside? The fact that people will swarm them and maybe that's got to be a weird life to live, right? You're not like a human at that point. You're like this entity that's bigger. But I don't know how much would Chevy Chase get swarmed now, like. I I think well not know, now but like especially in the '90s was he was on he SNL was big, and all that yeah, he, was, he was yeah yeah he was on SNL and then he did like the whole National Lampoon thing yeah. for a while yeah I love that whole venti Starbucks yeah. large scene yeah. <laughs> all of those mean large grande is large tall is large the only one that doesn't is twenty it's venti, it's venti which means twenty it's twenty venti because it's twenty ounces yeah. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't, Paul, don't talk about yourself like that. Yeah, yeah Paul, nice guy, Paul, he seems like, he's such a nice guy. Like, when has Paul Rudd ever played, like, an asshole in a movie? He's good in everything. He's good in everything he does. Yeah. Like, he's never been, like, a, he's ever played, like, a jerk like he's always played like a nice guy like yeah. even in ant-man he's a thief he's a robber he's but, supposed to be a criminal but he's like still a sweetheart he's like superhero robin hood like. yeah yeah in 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 40 year old virgin he kind of plays like a little bit of a weirdo he's got that whole like thing with his ex-girlfriend going on been a while since i've seen 40 year old virgin and i can't remember like his i remember like him chirping mm-hmm. him as they all work at the electronics store the best buy yeah that's not a best buy What's that chick's name again? Um, Elizabeth Banks, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Also, she played Rita Repulsa in the latest Power Rangers film. I heard that was a not great movie. I liked it. I yeah. liked it, but that was like a huge was like n- nostalgia like, or was it actually like this is a good? Was it just the remember berries like making it good for you? No, because like they took <laughs> some. <laughs> they t- remember? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, like. Like, like, like legit, like, because they took a lot of liberties with it and made it kind of like 21st century and like not, well, like it was still somewhat campy, but it was still like its own thing and it was still, I th- I liked it. But then again, like, I don't know, I'm a big fan, so. Yeah, I grew up on the Power Rangers. Yeah. Paul Rudd's been in 61 movies, according to his wow, IMDb. Good for him. Good for you, Paul Rudd. Yeah, if you're out Paul. there listening. Paul, this If you ever listen to this. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers to Paul Rudd. Cheers to Paul Rudd. Rudd. There we go. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh dear. He was in Knocked Up, Pete. What was his role in Knocked Up? Was he? He was um, um, freaking. Yeah, the, he, he was the brother-in-law. Like he yeah, was like the sister's husband, yeah. right? Yeah. 
It's been so like long. it was I've like seen that movie. Once. Whatever. Um, Helen, Ka- how, like uh, Leslie Mann's husband. Yeah, whatever. Catherine her, Heigl's Ka- like, yeah, brother-in-law. brother-in-law. Yeah, that's. I've heard she's impossible to work. I've with. heard that too. Yes. I've heard like she is just like a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think celebrity rider lists are ridiculous? Or do you think? I mean, it depends. Like, depends on like how ridiculous the like, like that Justin Bieber when he was just in India on tour. Like that was a bit ridiculous. The one that leaked. What What was on his? That was <laughs> like a, it was like. Do you remember? It was like shipping like washer and dryer, like a pool table. Like, if you can think something ridiculous that like a celebrity would have, it was on there. Wow, that's weird. Uh oh. That would be an interesting thing to Google. Just see what celebrity rider lists are and what they need. I know, but at the same I know time, I've read stuff where it's like but the dressing room needs to be everything white. There needs to be. I a think white that was couch, that was white table. that was J Lo. I that think was J Lo. Like yeah, that. yeah. But um, I heard Jason Siegel's when or Segal or Jason Siegel. Yeah. Jason Siegel. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. But um, but, his was when like it's actually pretty reasonable. Like when he was doing like all the promo stuff for like forgetting Sarah Marshall back in the day. Yeah. It was like. They were in Texas or something like that, and his rider was find me the best barbecue in town, which isn't all that unreasonable. Which is actually like, and if you're getting like a big ass celebrity like them to come, it's almost like you're excited to do the thing for. If you're like the yeah. guy whose job is to do that, like I'm gonna show off my town's cuisine, like yeah, that's, and it's that's, Texas. They but at the same time, like there. some of that like food stuff may be extravagant. But there's like that whole like only the green M and M's thing, and that was like. You know and what that was a thing though, like to see how well they're paying attention exactly. to the rider. So the technical part that would actually like make sure the band like survived their set and shit wouldn't like fall apart. Because mm-hmm. that no, that because that was stuck in the middle of the rider in like small print or something. Like they want a bowl of M and M's with all the brown M and M's taken out or something. So the band would go to the dressing room, and if they saw that that was done, they could ensure that probably all the technical safety else, stuff yeah. part of the rider that was on the rider was done because that one small thing that was in the middle was who's, done. Who's whose rider was that? I think was it like it was Van Halen's? Yeah, it was like Van Halen, one of those like '80s, '70s rock bands. It band. was Van okay. Halen or my dad. I, my dad was talking about it because he used to be uh, like side stage at the amphitheater for like five years. Okay. Yeah. So like he was telling me all these stories when we were camping. Like, oh, son, just remember like. I mic'd up uh, Eddie Van Halen's guitar rig in 94. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, that's fucking cool. Like, <laughs> my dad Yo, is I so I just cool. realized that parking cop was Louis C.K. Was what? it? What? Yeah. Okay, he's he's my all-time, he's probably my all-time favorite comedian. Him and Dave Chappelle. Like, that's but, him doing, like, a small bit role before, like, he was, like, huge. Yeah, because, like, when did this movie come out? Like, 2000 and, like, 10? 2009? Louis started picking up like in 2000. This was 2008. Eight. Really? Yeah, because that's right when Louis started like, getting noticed for his stand up. Yeah. He was always behind the scenes doing like movies and like writing stuff. And yeah. Like, you'd see his name credit do a bunch of stuff, but once he started doing stand up, fuck, he's so funny. I love Yeah, him. Louis C.K., school liaison. Because he worked with like Conan, I think, back in the day. He was a writer for Conan. Oh, okay. He's like the ty- like the thing where like you as a comedian you look at him you're like I might not make it now but like there's a good chance if I keep going this for the long haul like I'll get successful. I've always thought about that. I'm like how many think how many like even just actors break out and they're like in their 40s or 50s. Or like where their star their star role is them late in their career. Well look at look at Hugh Jackman. I think he that's just I did think his that's best yeah. role 
in now, like, and he's in, what forty eight. Well, his be- well, his best role, like his career making role, was like Wolverine, Wolverine, and that was in like what two thousand, two thousand, yeah, yeah. So, and he was like a stage actor before that. I think, I think he's I heard Broadway his, for sure. Yeah, and his wife was actually like kind of making fun of him because he like took that role because he's like he's Australian too, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Good eye, mate. <laughs> Oh, here it goes. I'm done. I'm sorry. At least Kira is like busting out accents this week. This this woman is hilarious. Um, Jane Lynch or yeah, Shane Jane Lynch. I think it's Jane. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds right. She is one of the like the funniest human being. She was like she's great. Oh, I I love her. Like she was one of the most redeeming parts of like that show Glee. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I only saw actually. Um, I really liked um. Uh, the song with Neil Patrick Harris where they do Dream On. Dream On. Dude, that was so fucking good. Wait, Drew, Neil Patrick Harris was on Neil Glee? Neil Patrick yeah, Harris he, he like did, and he uh, did, Mr. Schubert? He did an episode where he came on and they did Dream On. And it was him and the main guy. Mr. Schubert. Okay. I don't know why I know that. That's the only I've, I've only watched that episode of Glee. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I watched the first season and I remember the first half of the first season, like the first half of the first season before it got renewed. They would like write episodes, like they'd write a plot. It was still like a very cheesy like mm-hmm. show, but they two songs to fit the plot. And then like once it got renewed for the full the, the back order of the season, and then renewed, then subsequently renewed. Instead of like writing a show, then choosing songs, they'd be like, "I want to use these songs." And let's and they're like, "Let's try to write a show around it." Ooh, and yeah. it went downhill fast. Just, shoo- just shoehorned it right in there. Because yeah, the first the first half of the first season was actually like, I saw it too. It was actually really good. We probably watched it together at Heritage in the yeah, I feel like we did. Think about this is what I think. And I, like the I like and I've only like I stopped watching. I think and I watched a couple episodes here and there. But then I came back and there was a couple probably decent episodes. Like the episode after like Corey Monteith passed away. Like the quarterback that was a good one because like you could tell the emotion in the songs. Like, yeah, that these people felt it beyond the character mm-hmm. see i find like that with everything art art related i guess like movies music paint all that stuff the person as long as they're pat like a lot of movie companies will release shit and that's that's um is that uh, peel yeah it's peel jordan that's jordan peel man like he's sitting like second row like that's an extra gig for him, he ha- he has a couple speaking roles in it, if I recall. But yeah, it is Jordan Peele. Holy yeah, shit. I didn't even realize that, and I've seen this movie like half a dozen times. Because, but yeah, okay. Was I, I was gonna say, um, passion and feeling things. Yeah, like they always release movies and shit that are shit because it was directed or something by a person who didn't give a fuck about it's, the product. Uh, so even Keegan think about Key. like hmm. like a movie like Dragon Ball Evolution that was done by a person who had never research anything about the Dragon Ball universe or Dragon Ball yeah. anything at all if you had a person who was dedicated and knew the series and knew what they were doing to the story and had an idea before the movie was made you probably would have a sweet Dragon Ball Z movie right now like like something that actually had to do with Dragon Ball Z exactly yeah or like um that movie that M. Night Shyamalan did based on that one anime that we uh, avatar not, but we yeah. oh yeah exactly uh, we, he, he, uh, that he, he allegedly made i don't know if he actually did it but you know yeah, no he was I, the director of if, avatar and if, was, if this movie actually did exist and not avatar the james cameron one yeah the, not that one the last airbender it's weird that we've kind of fallen into a like an anime yeah thing. i just, can't think of any just, just poor adaptations i can't even i can't think of an example of music where it's an or you know when just the, like a band's album sucks and it's like because you can tell they don't have the passion. They're for not. That they're band. not. Their heart's not in it anymore. They're, yeah, I can't think of an example right now, but I don't know. 
There's probably definitely... Look at the same hanger. <laughs> yeah. There it is. It is. A great example. There it is. They did not have, like, the drive. They just wrote whatever... They didn't care. It's not like they had a, a direction and a goal to, see, to get when writing that album. They just threw and slapped together shit. Well, I feel like if you had to, like, work with Lars Ulrich, it would just be <laughs> an absolutely, like, life-draining experience. It, whenever I see him... An interview with him, or just the way he talks. They're, they're, he they're, me, man. He there is a man. That, that is the anti-bro right there. there that is, is the, the anti-bro. That's the asshole. Like bromance. They're they're the like man crush. He is like the. If I, I were to do a large yeah. impression, it's like, you know, man, the the music it just speaks for its. He talks like that. It's fucking. The thing weird. is that whenever I see large, like he's so angry all the time, it makes me just want to piss him off more. It makes me want to like yeah. somehow download Napster and just download Metallica. You know, it probably would have worked. Thing at work where it's like, fuck. Fuck! He's literally just getting closer and closer to James Hetfield's face, going "fuck, <laughs> fuck," until he's like two centimeters till his face, just right in his face, going "fuck." He's, That's how you make me feel. Oh, man. it's McLovin. Yeah, it's McLovin. But yeah, Lars Ulrich Future is like podcast guys, McLovin. Yeah, McLovin. <laughs> We'd love to have you, McLovin. I can't even think of his real name. <laughs> I don't think anyone actually knows what Christopher Miss Plaster or Temple David Blake Dixon. <laughs> 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 or Tyler. <laughs> what, Georgie? Or no, like no, T-Bone. T-Bone, no, he's, he's more like Millhouse. He's more Millhouse. This guy we work with looks like a real-life Millhouse. He has blue hair? Other than the blue hair, he looks oh, everything right. like Millhouse. We at one point convinced a server that he went home early to go play Millhouse in a live-action Simpsons movie, <laughs> which is not actually <laughs> filming. That girl, Shannon, that worked there for a bit, that was friends with Sarah Bernardo. Is it... <laughs> Some oh people are so gullible. Yep. It's so weird. And like, it happens all the time. Like, there'll be like a server that comes up and the kitchen guys will just start fucking with them saying like, oh, I, exactly like that. Oh, he went home because he had to go play a live action. Set. Like the most ridiculous story that's obviously not true. And they're like, really? Or like when someone convinced the one server that I was like 40 and then we were able to convince her that the dish kid that was in high school was my Alistair kid does not look 40 okay he looks like a 20 mid 20 yeah you're, you're definitely a millennial definitely like. below 30 he definitely looks below 30 that, and someone asked me like well if they listen to the podcast hopefully they like if they listen to the podcast hopefully they like our facebook page which has my picture and your picture at the top yeah i know yeah. with the beard killer i can't grow a beard to save his life i got that fucking boyish good looks boys and girls boyish good looks <laughs> 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 anyway so I spread that rumor, though, by the way. <laughs> you did, Lana comes up to me, or I think it was Lana. It was Marissa she, came Marissa? up to me. Okay, whoever it was, someone came up to me and was like, how old's Alistair? Is he like 40-something? I was like, oh, yeah, he's... Uh, and I said it with the most straight face. Yeah, he's 43. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, really? I, I, that's... Wow, I didn't expect him to be that old. I was like, no, yeah, he's, he's just... Yeah. yeah. He's 43. You look really good for a 43-year-old, man. Like, <laughs> and they bought like, it. You're and not great at all. Are you 43? And he's like, what? No, I'm 27. Like, my hairline in the front are steaming a bit, but like, I'm not losing anything in the back yet. Yeah, like, like, you are, still you have are a like full the, head of hair. You are like the poster child for just for men. Like, you'd be like, you're like that whole, like, <laughs> one of these men is like has graying and he's using just for men. Can these women decide who it is? <laughs> that's that's Alistair. Not a speck of gray on him. <laughs> Pure red. Yeah, just he would be Redbeard. Yeah. <laughs> we toned in the movie at the perfect time. Yeah. This Alice is just choking on his beer right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so, do you remember the? Uh, he's the crying. Oh my god, he's crying. <laughs> his face is so red. His face we, is I think, I think the podcast is its first casualty. The podcast <laughs> has come to a complete halt right now. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you need a minute? Okay. I don't know if I'm okay. He's dying. I, I like took a sip of my beer right before that scene happened, and I just started laughing and coughing and choking. Oh my god. Well. So, so you remember the like the Mad TV skit that like you know it's in the movie theater and there's like the the black girl dressed up like a dude and like comes up to the girls like I just want to say the back of your head is ridiculous. <laughs> <Yeah>. That <laughs> little black kid is her son. Like so like whoa the, did the, I know that? Yeah the the oh, chick really? from Mad TV that's her kid. I miss Mad TV. That so was that a good show actually. That kid has like freaking comedy in his blood because he is ridiculously hilarious. Never actually watched Mad Unions on air. I just saw clips here and there. I was always an SNL guy. Really? You never really watched Mad TV? See, I've never really watched SNL. I was always that much. SNL. Only like some of the yeah. famous like clips, but I've never really tuned in to SNL like every week. Well, I, f- I feel like everybody saw like Will F- Best of Will Ferrell no, SNL. I, I own like, it. That, I own yeah, Best that's of Will Ferrell, that was so. like like in our high school. That was like you had to see it. But I think you had like to get all since, the quotes. I think Best of Adam Sandler. Especially like since I got like done high school, like I've watched almost every single season of SNL religiously. Whether or not oh, I watched wow. it live, I watched like, like the week of all the old seventies ones. Well, not stuff? not like not like, like going every, back, every but current like current one since two thousand and seven or six, I watched like every season pretty much under hundred percent or almost eighty or ninety percent of it. Unless like is I that the longest running TV show. No, I think it's, no. Uh, it's I like the Simpsons right now is the long. I feel like SNL, maybe Coronation Street. No, because SNL has been going since what the seventies, and the Simpsons yeah. have been going since the nineties. It might be the longest running like sketch comedy yeah. show, but like but they I mean, don't they don't do as many episodes. Like the Simpsons do like twenty four episodes yeah, a true. season. Like, yeah, it's yeah, okay. and only there's like, twenty four episodes a season of like SNL. And Coronation Street has been running since like nineteen seventy five. <laughs> like what solid. about Doctor Who? That might be going for a while too. It's it had its. 50th last when was it in 2013 i want to say um but it took a big break in the 80s doctor who did yeah doctor who yeah. did so it's not it's not consecutive my old roommate years. was like really obsessed like to the point where he would go to conventions dressed as doctor who and like like had the costume so good that like people would like take their picture with him because he had like everything down pat and he even looked like because he's tall and like he's from Germany, so he's got like a really European look to him. So like he could you, fit in perfectly with like the whole Doctor Who universe. And you're getting really excited about that. Did, oh, no, did you really did you have a do you have a crush on your roommate? He's a great guy. <laughs> we should, I should have him on here as a as a podcast podcast guest. Wait, who is this? Uh, Len. I remember Len. Yeah, I never, no, I met Len. You I met Len? Yeah, I was I've never met a Len. Times. I've actually never met Len. I know you his, met Nate. I met yeah, Nate. Nate. Yeah, and, and it was like the more emo looking guy. And isn't like, Len, Len had the sugar glider? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't yeah. Len like Ste- related to Steph? Steph is his sister. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so you know Steph. Very yeah, well. I know Steph. Have you met Steph, his sister? I don't think so. No. Doctor Who's the longest running science fiction series. Damn. Yeah, but it's but yeah, it's eight hundred and eighty eight hundred thirty three episodes. Yeah. I don't know how many wow, seasons. Even with the giant break, it's still been. It's Guiding Lights, the longest running soap opera. Yeah. It's over though now. Thing is, like, if you go to like longest running U.S. primetime television series, that's where like Simpsons has like yeah. And SNL's not primetime; it's late yeah. night. Yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. Like television's weird. Like SNL. Yeah. Ha- also, SNL has had forty-two seasons, but like the record for most seasons is like 
the Hallmark Hall of Fame movie is technically a TV series. It's I was just like, going to say too, late it's been on like shows. eight different like networks and shit. Late night no. talk shows where it's like the Tonight Show with, and then it just every those yeah. are actually not years, as. It'll replace the thing is, though, some of those aren't as long as you think they are. Like some like like Johnny Carson. That's like, been running for a while because it was like it, cha- it, it changed. Because it was Johnny camp. Carson, then David Letterman took over, right? No, that's the Late Show. It was Johnny Carson, then it was Jay, Jay Leno, Leno, then okay. it was Conan for like. But the Simpsons has the longest running and then scripted show. Leno reneged, and then. And then now Fallon's got it. Yeah. Yeah. But The Simpsons is the longest running scripted show with 28 seasons and 618 episodes. Dang. Who's who's even late night right now? It's Stephen Colbert. Colbert. It's Kimmel on ABC. uh, Like, obviously, our section of the world. Fallon. It's Senior Chang. Yeah. And then Fallon, Kimmel. And Colbert. Colbert Colbert took over Letterman's show, which is The Tonight Show. No, that's late night. Late night, yeah. So it's late night with Stephen Colbert, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and then uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live, and Fallon's and, by and, far the worst. Oh, the and series. Conan. Myers, what does Seth Meyers do? He's, then Conan's on TBS, and then like, and then like, there's like on every network, like on CBS and NBC, they have a show on the next later on in the night, which and, is which is Myers comes after Fallon, and then Corden comes after Colbert. Who's like yeah. the Irish guy or the Scottish? He's guy? no longer on. He was Co- doing the Late Late Show before. What's his name? Corden. Uh, that was uh, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Yeah, he's good. I like him. He was on the Drew Carey then, show. Then Carson Daly. He. I think Carson Daly show is still on. It's after uh, Myers sometimes. Would you include shows like the John Stewart show and the Colbert Report, or the Daily Report with John Stewart? I can't remember. Well, those shows aren't on anymore. But what's the well, Daily? Sh- it's a were Daily Show like, with like Trevor Noah. I guess yeah. those are more like uh, fictional news, or not fictional, but like. But they still fall, news. satirical news broadcast. But they still fall in the same category. Like Samantha B show on comedy is considered lumped in with that whole like genre of shows. Like and every like there's been a whole lot of like think piece articles like recently with like how they're dealing with like what Donald about, like, Trump the, and they're saying how like how they're saying how like Colbert and Myers and like Samantha B and like John Oliver are like handling the post Trump America better than say like Fallon who's just like I'm just gonna like act like nothing's wrong. Yeah. And then Kimmel's like sort of like an in between, like he's not gonna go super political, but he's on like light fluff like Fallon. Mm. And then what about like the some of the British ones, like the Graham Norton show? That's probably been going on for a while now. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so role models is still playing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, like, like even like I'm looking up online, like late night as a show is like the Tonight Show's been running since like the 50s, but late night's only been a show since like the 80s. Yeah, I think David Letterman like started that. I think he was the first. Letterman host. started late night, and then Conan yeah. took over, then Fallon, now Myers, and then um, trying to remember uh, James Corden's show, if it was called. <laughs> 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 like he can't do any other role than McLovin. Yeah, he d- he just is awkward. Hey, hey, have you seen that? Dude? Like nerdy white teen. Hey, man. Or like yeah, the Late Late Show, which comes after like Letterman, which was L- Letterman's old show. That's only been a show since 1995. Okay. Hmm. That's not bad though. Twenty. And the Late Show. The Late Show first aired in 1993. So, like, the Tonight Show was always a thing on, like, NBC, but then, like, the rest of the network started to do their own late-night yeah. show. So, when was, um, like, Johnny Carson on air? 
The Tonight Show? Yeah. That would have been back in the day. Yeah. That was like, like, that's the only one that precedes like the 80s or the 90s. Okay. All the other late night shows and all the other networks started like in the 80s and then 90s to like have like programming to counteract that. Right. Okay. Competition. Free markets, bro. Free yeah. markets. And now you can just don't even have to have cable. You can just su- subscribe to all of them on YouTube and get next morning all the interview clips and the musical performances right on your YouTube subscription box. <sighs> My mother still enjoys watching it live when it comes on. Yeah, it's something to do. Yeah. If I had cable and I was home, I'd watch. I'd watch like Seth Meyers for sure. Yeah, see, that's the thing. She still has cable because that's what like, what she's always. Like had. I found like yeah. I don't have I've, cable. Yeah. Why would I have cable in these days? Because your mom's age. a Gen X or whatever. Exactly. Because like, we're the Gen Y. No, we're we're millennials. We're millennials? Yeah, we're millennials. Gen Y is like after like ninety three, I oh, think, okay. or ninety five or something yeah. like that. It's it's blurry lines. Yeah, that one's not as clear. Yeah, I feel like even your mom's probably on the like higher, like the very like. I think she was born in 1963. So she's like, I think like right at the beginning of Gen X. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh. You always try to do move out when they're gone, like <laughs> just. Well, that's the run. best time to do a move out if you're gonna move out. Yeah. I've had that happen to me. Not by a girl, though. Same. Devin Snellgrove. <laughs> we talked about this last week. I helped. I actually helped a guy move out of his girlfriend's place um, when I when I like back when I worked at Krabby Joe's with the dude I worked with. He's just like, "Yo, can I borrow you in your van for like an afternoon? I need to pick some up from my girl's place." And it just so happened that it was like a couch and a like the only bed in the apartment <laughs> and, I'm like, and i'm like is she still your girl and he didn't really answer so that's awkward but yeah like yeah bed frame everything god just i don't know what she slept on later on but yeah <laughs> nothing but it was a it was a cut and run for sure i yeah like when i lived we mentioned this last episode but when i lived with patrick shay and all them devin stonegrove pulled that on me yeah that work and then came back and all the moved back into res and all the stuff was gone Oh dear. Yeah. Then Kilroy had like a real serious story there. We just sort of. Oh, that's nothing. I just remember coming home and found my dead stepdad packing shit up. I was like, oh, you're leaving. Okay. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, that took a turn. (laughs) I got dark really quickly. Yeah. Started hearing a good Charlotte song there. That's life. Yeah. It's real. Hey there. Oh dear. Writing to you. <laughs> that's that one good Charlotte song that's like all about his dad. Oh yeah, because her no, dad it's just all like her songs though. Yeah, it's just like he cruised. <laughs> it's even in the, like they even mention it in like the little things. Yeah. <laughs> Every song. Remember that Christmas Eve when Dad went to the store? We checked his room. His things were gone. We didn't see him no more. <laughs> Dick. Dick. <laughs> yeah. This kid's like giant graphic t-shirt is so like 2007, 8 when this movie came out. This is a big booty. (laughs) I think so. This is a little black kid with big (laughs) big booty on on his shirt. I got them big. And it's like one of those like long shirts. Wearing that shirt or something. Or like chingy or something. Big booty. 
Ken Marino. That guy's shorts are getting into the danger zone there, man. Like, no, those are still pretty long. I don't yeah, know. As I see, long as you're like... I don't like seeing kneecap. Like, you're, you got to go below so the these knee. Bothering yeah, right now, yeah. These bothering you? Well, it's because I'm sitting? No, I'm good. Pastor's <laughs> knees are exposed. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it's cool. Just stay over there. What if I wore a sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off like that and a t-shirt underneath? Like I'm, that's weird. Like I'm Bill Belichick I'm, or something. That's weird. The, I would mock you mercilessly. Sweater? It's like to keep your torso warm, but your arms exposed. The only one. The That's only what I never got as a kid. Those like winter like vest coat things. I'm like, why do they not have sleeves? The like, only person that like, can pull off a sleeveless sweater is Rocky. Yeah, legit. That's because nobody's going to call him <laughs> look, on it. Look at his hands. Like, <laughs> I think a New England Patriots fan would say their coach, Bill Belichick, can pull off that yeah. cut off sleeve thing. So McLovin is like, he's like too nerdy white kid character what michael sarah is to like quiet awkward characters like yeah. it's just i don't even think it's an act i think that's just him in real life what else well, is there's Mc- certain actors that just yeah. are on screen they're not acting they just be it's like it's a, it's the samuel l, l. jackson effect like does, does he, seth rogan ever change character or is yeah, it no. just <laughs> like laughing like, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. um because like every, every movie that Samuel L. Jackson Does Owen been in, Wilson change character? Is Owen Wilson always like, oh yeah, you know, all right, that's pretty awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's just like, Wilson is Owen Wilson in every role. Like, Except McLovin looks mom. way less nerdy in real life. Like I pulled up his Wikipedia what? page and like... Let's see. Wow, he's like actually like somewhat ruggedly handsome. Yeah. There you go. Look at him. Good good for him. He's also, uh, he's the same age as me. Yeah. 89. Yeah. Oh, wow. What's oh, his wow. real name? Christopher Mintz Plass. Classic Prince. Classic Better, he's got the three name going on. He is an American actor, comedian, musician who has performed in such roles as Fogel, better known as McLovin and Superbad. And he was in Kick Ass as well. And then his role in role models, and then Chris D'Amico in Kick Ass and its sequel, Kick Ass 2. Yeah. He was Red Mist. <laughs> he was also in he played Isaac is, in year one. Like the Isaac from the Bible. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was in How to Jack Train Your Black. Dragon. Really? He, he was in Marmaduke. It was a Marmaduke movie? Yeah, I guess so. In 2010. He was in Paranorman. Wait, what? Whoa. Did you just catch that? The girl on the horse? The girl well, on, on, a, on a rascal that had a horse's head Have on it? Have you guys it? seen that craze that's been going on in like you, Europe, wherever, where it's like they'll actually hold competitions where it's they'll set up the fences that, pe- that the horses would have to jump over but it's people just riding the little stick horse <laughs> yeah I yeah, saw that I think I saw that? that I saw it on Facebook I don't, it's it's like a, to, like the equestrian equivalent of like Quidditch I think like they're not actually flying <laughs> no I don't even <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get over I compare it to you know what's it called a LARPing when people dress up as well, um, so well, that's what they're doing there the- that, that's, that's what they're doing in the movie they're LARPing like they're about to LARP in the no, movie. Well, right? not no, now, but like that's the what last like, scene. like oh, I haven't seen this movie. Yeah, they're I said that at the beginning. Yeah, they're 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 LARPing. So like that woman who had like the horse like the stuffed horse's head on. Ah, that okay. was like like the best depiction of like American America. America. American Trump's LARPing. America. Like just somebody with a rascal that's done up like a horse yeah. and LARPing. <laughs> oh, I forgot how much kiss music was in this in this movie. So good. <laughs> Yo, I think I said this at work you today. Literally said that at I work literally today. was like, I was like, love gun. It's what his dick. That's why I was like, as soon as I heard this, I was like, wait, 
Wait, I've heard this for the second time today. <laughs> it was when I hit like hour like I started at eleven, so I think it was around like seven o'clock, so like hour eight-ish of my day. Oh, I was geez. just like I would have it was so hot, I just like didn't care and it started being saying just stupid stuff. Alistair gets pretty ridiculous at work when it I either get like, like hour eight. I get like really angry and tired instead of just getting mad at people that say some stupid stuff. He'll go through a phase. Just so, like, start getting all wacky. Hour five, he's pretty angry. By hour six, he's like, I'm so over this. Hour seven, he's quiet. But right as soon as hour eight hits, he just goes, Wee! And starts acting crazy. And just, just pure zaniness. Just pure childlike. It's been helping recently, like. We've been like listening to music online, and when it gets busy, and I hit like that five, six, seven hour mark, like I just have like I throw, zone out. I'll just throw like every time I die and just like zone out to like new Etid on repeat for yeah. an hour, like hours on end. Uh, that's what music. That's why I hate when they're like, "Oh, you can't listen to music at work." It's like Fuck that helps me focus better. Like today, yeah. we like we ended up like talking about we started seeing Leona Lewis, and we were talking about like how Ryan Tedder wrote that song, and we found a playlist on Spotify of. Songs that either Ryan Tedder wrote or performed, and it's all bangers, like bangers. And then we also came to the conclusion that like six or seven people wrote every successful pop song in the past like twenty years. Wait, you're not allowed to listen to music at work? No, man, that's like our chef. It's because we have an open kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I kind of thought like as long as our music's quiet enough, like if our executive chefs aren't there, like our chef here doesn't care. So like we'll have a speaker, we can listen to it. Like late at night, he's fine. And yeah. in the mornings, and during the day, as long as it's like quiet and they're not there, like we get away with it. Mm-hmm. That sucks, man. Like, yeah, like Montana's it, it, is great. It just, it just, kitchen, yeah, right? it so just makes blare music on the like overhead speakers. Like even at Boston Pizza, like we had to like over the PA, we had like whatever played in the restaurant. That's still better than nothing. Like I'll yeah. listen to like top forty adult contemporary yeah. all day. It's it's better than something. Nothing. Like like we have like K fun on work sometimes and like. I don't like listening to K Fun at the best of times. It's like all of like the eighty seventies and eighties pop songs that you don't want to listen to. Madonna and that shit. Yeah. But at least it's like, you know, some sort of noise, right? Like it's something to like break like, up that like one everything. Madonna song is amazing. Like uh, a prayer is amazing. Uh I wanna say Ray like, of Light or something. That's like, that's like 90s Madonna. That's a great song though. <laughs> Was that your jam? Yeah. Yeah. Like a prayer is a solid song. You just like to sit down and listen to that song and think about your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do on a daily yeah. basis, actually. Just tell me what I need to think, Madonna. Tell me how I feel about this. Madonna is guides me. Yeah. <laughs> Killers opens up Spotify. Is like Madonna guide me. Madonna on shuffle. American life oh. like a virgin. <laughs> Ray of light. <laughs> me against the music. What's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one that out of your mouth covered music? <laughs> No, that wasn't called music though. It was called. Um, I think it was called music. It was called. <laughs> it was like, hey, Mr. DJ, put a record on. Yeah. Oh, I dance with music. my baby. Maybe it was called music. <laughs> or something. Yeah, probably music. That kid's hilarious. Yeah, he just has like, like an unreasonable. I just call yeah. Paul Rudd Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> I just call her calling like white men Ben Affleck. I don't, know, I don't know if you could call get away with calling like all white men Ben Affleck. I start calling like, Kilroy Ben Affleck at work when he pisses me off. I'm like, okay, Ben Affleck. <laughs> Speaking of which, remember how we always played the game like, oh, if you were like supposed to have like a celebrity play you in a movie, who would it be? Yeah. So I think we chose like Seth Rogen or something for you. And yeah. For me, it was nah, either right. like Elijah Wood or Dave Franco or something. Yeah. Along okay. those lines. 
I, I remember I asked Quentin, and he's like, oh, Ben Affleck. And I just fucking, I was so hard to hold a straight face. <laughs> this kid looks nothing like Ben Affleck. <laughs> like, at least our choices, it's like, oh, that's someone who, like, like I, relatively I, could Like, embody. I don't know if I look like Seth Rogen, but I, I've been told I sound like Seth no. Rogen. And he could embody your personality. Yeah, no, like, that's like, like, yeah, that's a good call. Like, I've known you long ago. Yeah, so, yeah, like, heard Seth Rogen. Like, yeah. Obviously, yeah, totally. like, Seth Rogen is the stoner version of Alistair. If Alistair... Derailed his life and got hard into drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Marijuana. <laughs> the marijuana. Then that would be. Then he would turn into Seth Rogen. <laughs> but then it'll eventually lead you to movie stardom, so maybe it's a good choice. No. He's got to be like become friend, friends with like James Franco and, and like, like Jay Barrett and, 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 and like get discovered by Judd Apatow. Yeah. There you go. That's your future yeah. Alistair. Boobies. Let's get in the booby talk. So yeah, you never do that close to camp. That's just that's just not taking right. a dump right yeah. there. That's a lot of people at one campfire. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna hear uh, we're gonna hear keys like one line in like T minus like a minute and a half. It's like the one line in his speaking role. This guy's such a tool. <laughs> oh, man. So, what's up? <laughs> Every time I see Sean William Scott, I only picture him as Stifler, except when I saw him in Goon. I pictured him as a different... Person. I feel like in Goon, like, I don't know, like, what out like if that's just him or that's other other character like he seemed more like spacey oh he definitely like they, they play it off that it's like he's been hit so many times in the head that he's dumb in a sense. yeah so mm-hmm. like, and he almost has like this childlike innocence about him like, yeah. especially when he like flirts with the girl yeah. that, throughout that whole movie who is the chick in that movie she reminds me of like Carly Rae Jepsen or something <laughs> I know you're talking about. I'm just like watching this for that line that Todd just teased. Okay, I'm sorry. Wait, let's pay but um, yeah. uh, Allison Pill. I might have. I might have like over exaggerated the imminence of it. <laughs> sort of like the one we watched Shopping Center with Melvin, and we're waiting for the you people line. And every time they got to like a camp scene, we somehow missed it, and then we were waiting every single time. We watched the whole movie and never once hit the you mean you people scene. Sorry. Then what um, do you mean you people? Whoop. You people. What do you mean you mean you people? Here. Yeah. I'm gonna make some s'mores <laughs> using white chocolate. Yeah, and that's it. And then it's just that's like his only line. That's his only line. That's it. I didn't even realize he was in this movie until like just viewing just, this, just, this, this 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 time because why do you remember Louis C.K. being in this movie? That's the like the crazy thing. Like both of them have become so successful in like the nine years since then. Yeah, exactly. Nine years. Wow. Like this movie came out when I first met Kilroy, two thousand eight. Dang, this movie does not feel that old. This movie's practically like you know your first date. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man! Whoa, freaking me out, man! I mean, this thing was like McLovin's like first role after Superbad. Superbad was what two thousand seven? Yeah. 
Yeah. It was summer 2007. Yeah, it was like right after high school for us. Yeah, I remember seeing it. That's I think that's one of my favorite high school. comedies of all time. It might be one of the best comedies of all time. Hot take right there. Hot take. Or is that that hot of a take? Because yeah, she's a pretty well-acclaimed comedy. Yeah, movie. that's like, hey guys, chocolate milk is delicious. Hot take would be like me being <laughs> like, take. I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a bad funny movie. Hot take would be like me being like, saying like Snatch is like the funniest movie of the summer of 2017. Snatch? Snatch, that Amy Schumer movie. Oh, I thought you meant Snatch, like the actual, right like the, the Guy Ritchie film, <laughs> no. which was actually really good. Yeah. I was thinking like, the, I was talking about the Amy Schumer, uh, oh. Goldie Hawn movie that came out three weeks ago. Well, I mean, Amy Schumer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wanda Sykes was the best part of that movie. <laughs> Wanda Sykes was in Wanda it? Sykes yeah. is great. Wanda, Wanda Sykes is hilarious. Her and like John, Joan Cusack played like f- f- adult friends that like John, Joan Cusack, he might want to say John, Joan Cusack was like a former like Green Beret or something type thing that what? like after she retired from the army like cut out her vocal cords so she couldn't get tortured to like give away secrets. <laughs> she played this like batshit crazy person who was like trauma, post PTSD traumatized and Wanda Sykes was like the straight man but still like Wanda Sykes funny so like a hilarious yeah. straight man to yeah. the two of them. And they ended up on a free trip to like Ecuador where Amy Schumer was. And so they're like talking to them. She's talking to them and they're like, like, and she's like, where's your friend? And she's like, she's around. And then they cut to the pool and like Joe Cusack's like just skimming the edge. Like, <laughs> like you're like, what the fuck is like, wrong? Like you can just see like, like her nose up. Yeah, nose yeah. up. <laughs> Wait, how did she talk? Could she talk? No, she didn't talk. She was silent the whole movie. Just like hand signals. and. Oh, that that almost makes me want to see it, but but not quite. Not almost. Wait till it's on almost. Netflix. So you can like watch it on like yeah. your Android box or something. Yeah, or something torrented. Free. Yeah, yeah. You gotta wait. I wouldn't pay for that. I yeah. went to it on cheap night, and I felt like it was sort of worth a cheap night ticket. How much are cheap night tickets now? Well, I don't know. I don't remember. I remember they were when they were like four dollars and twenty. I, can I can I check on my? I, I feel like it's probably not four dollars and twenty cents. Well, it depends on if it's like if it's three D or not. If it's three D, it'll be vastly different. True. If I go to like my Apple Wallet where I have the did I, I buy the tickets on here? Movie all that much? I don't remember now. Wonder if I go on like. See, let's find out how much a cheap rent ticket is. I wonder how much like Sean William Scott is his net worth is. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot less than you you think it is. Because yeah, it's like he's not like he's a he's a very recognizable celebrity, but I don't think he's that big of a celebrity. He's, he's well, he's definitely not an A lister for sure. Like, like re- like everyone knows who he is. Like, yeah, because Stifler like they'll just instantly. <laughs> 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 Just KO'd naked in the campsite. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap night. Classic case of guy on the ground. Cheap night tickets these days is six seventy five. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad at all. Is that for like a regular showing? That's or like a regular a, showing, not three D. Not a three D. So that's how much I paid for Snatched. I okay. paid six seventy five. I'd pay six seventy five for a shitty movie. Fuck it. And like we went to like the VIP cinemas and it wasn't in VIP, but like we still had like a beer beforehand. Oh, you went to Kitchener? Yeah. Oh, nice. Have you guys been to that like new movie? Theater? I love it. I like the being able to drink beer in a movie. I haven't I ha- been there yet. I, I haven't been in the VIP section. They are but strict I was... on the liquor law. Like, so like the one day I went to see a movie with Brent. We went to see an afternoon showing of Fast and the Furious and Brent was driving. So I'm not driving and I'm like, 
the movie's like a two and a half hour movie. I can drink three pints in that time and be fine. And no. th- their their pitchers are equal to three pints. I'm like, Kai. So Brent ordered a pint. I'm like, Kai ordered a pitcher. They're like, no, we can't serve a pitcher to one person. I'm like, I'm sitting here for three hours. Like, I'm not going it or two and a half hours. I'm not going anywhere. Like, hmm. they're like, but the liquor laws, this that. So I'm like, that's annoying. Like, can you get like beer throughout the movie or like? So like up until the movie starts, they'll like serve you in your seat. Like you sit down, they have a server come and you can order oh. food, snacks, drinks, beer, anything. Once the movie starts, like you have to go out to the concession stand. And they have a regular concession stand, and they have a full like bar, like you would have like a sports bar type deal. Yo, that mm. sounds dope. I'm definitely. Gonna and they have a full like movie. restaurant menu, like the food, like it's like Boston pizza type prices, like it, and it's like Boston pizza quality food. It's like oh, you you fun. definitely tell like the burgers are coming frozen, they're not fresh, like. But you know what? You're just there to eat. Yeah, like just, I mean, that's not like it could be worse. Like if you like, it's great. Like the one day we went, me and my girlfriend, me and Chelsea went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy. The night it came out after I had no work and I was hungry, so like. I got to have a beer and a wrap while watching a movie. That's awesome. Yeah. And they brought it to me as the movie started, and I got to sit there and enjoy it while I was watching the first 15 minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's pretty dope. I've been to the AVX. I haven't been to that. that. And, like, I think it's the same seats as in the uh, the VIP. Right, I don't folks. know. I haven't been in the AVX. But, like, the VIP ones are, like, if you go into the regular theaters, like, not the AVX ones. Because yeah. AVX, isn't that, like, the fancy, like... It's like... It's like um. Cineplex is like IMAX equivalent. Okay, so like that's where we saw like snatched in their AVX one. Yeah, and like the seats in the um, the VIP one are like a bit more wider, mm-hmm. and they have like a pullout table. Oh, okay. like so, so they're even wider than the AVX ones. Okay, because yeah, the space. AVX is like sitting in like if you get like the right seating, it's like you and the person you're with are like sitting in like a love seat. Like, like you this, actually flip up the like, armrest and it just like turns the couch, into like a love it, like, seat. Like the seats at like the VIP one are pretty much the size of this love seat that me and Todd are on. Maybe maybe like six inches smaller. Then you cut like another ten inches out of that, and that's the regular theater. Okay, so it's a bit wider than that, and you have way more legroom. Like you could fit like I could sit on the floor comfortably in the legroom space. In the VIP one. Oh, nice. That's 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 a lot of room. Like you can like recline out, and people still don't like you can yeah, like yeah, people can still no, walk around you. You don't yeah. have to like recline back up. That's then, sweet. Like yeah. you do pay like an extra like I think like eight dollars. You pay like double the ticket, but like you're in like a theater with no small children. It's nineteen plus. Mm-hmm. You have all that leg room, and if you want to get food, you don't have to stand in line. You can just have them bring it to you. That's yep. Yeah. Like you, I saw Star Wars Force it? Awakens, not Force Awakens. Rogue One. The Rogue One. I saw it in regular theater at the mall in Cambridge, so the just normal regular theater, and then I saw it in the VIP one, and in the regular theater, there were screaming children, people talking the whole time. It's fucking terrible. But in the VIP one, no screaming children. I was sold at that point. I was like, this is worth extra $8. Don't hear some child screaming the whole time. And you get to like relive like or live the like renaissance of like the golden age of the cinema. Like, yeah. Like they're breaking, they're they're making it like a th- like a a big oh, thing, yeah, yeah. Another, a big experience. Like it's not like a let's go to the movies. It's like let's go to the cinema. Yeah, I know, I enjoy I like that better because I felt like actually that's not true. I was gonna say people like don't care about movies and movie quality has become less, but that's only for like certain things where it's they're formulaic. And, yeah, like, there's times though like. For me, like it goes up and down. Like, like Chelsea wanted to watch Snatch, and I knew I would not want to go pay, spend like the, especially on a comedy that I know I won't find super funny. Why would I want to spend that extra money? But like a big blockbuster movie, like I know I'm gonna love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I'm really gonna love Star Wars. Like a movie you've been, or say like, out. or say like, like if this, like if they made like a this is the end type movie where like I know I'm gonna find this movie hilarious. Yeah. Like, and I'm gonna really enjoy it. Like I'll go pay worth. It's worth the extra money for me. 
But something that I might not like, why would I go spend the extra money for? Yeah, no, that makes sense. I did that once and I took a nap. I fell asleep during the movie. There, I saw so. the accountant in the VIP thing. I literally fell asleep. Just passed out. Yeah, because it was K-O'd. it was like mediocre and I just like reclined back and fell asleep. It's an expensive nap though, man. You paid like 20 bucks <laughs> to have a nap. You could like do that at home for free. Yeah. If the girlfriend wants to see the movie, I make her happy and yeah, go see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like happy wife, happy life. How much life. does happiness cost? <laughs> Twenty dollars? I'll pay that. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, That's Brent, a hot take. Hot take, right? Brent there. got yeah. mad at me like at first, sort of when we went we were gonna go see Fast Fears. I'm like, yeah, so this time he's like, Wait, is this the VIP one? I'm he's like, Yeah, I'm like, Yeah, I have a free ticket, so I'm cool. I have enough seed points. <laughs> and he was like <laughs> And he's like, Wow, I gotta pay like fifty bucks now. <laughs> I'm like, dude, do you need a drink? Like we had the theater place to ourselves. It was like the middle of a day. Yeah, that'd be sweet. so sweet. Yeah, I would love that. Like, have, like anytime you get to like the theater, pretty much to yourself is great. Yeah. Like I saw Deadpool with like Dan. Like, like, yeah. Like peach drink. Peach drink. There was like, only like five other people in the theater when I saw Alien Covenant. Yeah. There was like okay. two other people when I saw Deadpool. I remember I saw like, Voyage of the Dawn Treader with me and my ex girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> two people in the Cambridge th- theater. Or as the Cambridge theater called it, probably Narnia Three. Yeah, Narnia three. Narnia three. <laughs> it was like a Thursday night, like late showing. Like it's like if you want a theater yourself, go to a late show on a what's Thursday. Narnia one is it Prince Caspian? No, Lion the Witch the Wardrobe yeah. was the first. No, one. that's that's the second book no. in the series. Yes, yeah, the, the, the first book in the series is the Magician's the ma- nephew. That's it. Okay, thank. But you. it was written after all of the. They other weren't books were written, written in chronological order. Okay. Well, they they were written in chronological order from like, um, uh. Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe to the final battle, but then C.S. Lewis wrote the Magician's Nephew after the final battle. I like, thought he wrote Horse and His Boy like later on too. Like, no, I think that was all written. Like, that's it. Just I, it's just kind of like doing its own thing, yeah. really. Like, I knew for sure I that he wrote like I had that book. I knew for sure he wrote Wardrobe, Caspian, and Don Treader like back to back because those like flow. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just kind of like a, a tag in there, but I do know that like. The the book that is chronologically the first book written, was like one like, of the last the, ones was written. the last book written. He just wanted to write like a genesis to everything. Like how did Narnia come story. to be? <laughs> There's so many great comedians in this movie. This guy is hilarious <laughs> in Brooklyn Nine Nine. So good. Oh yeah. Have you I've watched the, season one? But have you seen all the newest season? No, I um, I think season four is on Netflix yeah, now. Just, the, just came up. Like, like just came. Like, up. I, I watch it on like I torrent it or watch it on like the Android box as it airs. So like I've seen the newest season that just went on Netflix. Is it good? The, it's so good. And there like there's like a mid season cliffhanger that's like insane. And then like in true typical fashion they like resolve it pretty quickly. Yeah. But then like the finale cliffhanger is like whoa. Okay. Because like the season, spoilers, no spoilers here, fam. The season two like finale cliffhanger was like huge. Yeah. Because that was like the like who's the new captain at the precinct, right? Wasn't that in the season three though? Wasn't that? No, because I haven't seen season four yet. It was a season two cliffhanger. It was like who's the new captain? Because I'm I might do I have my timeline confused? Because I think wasn't so. the end of season three when Holt and Jake went into like. Witness protection program. Yeah, but um, the end of season two was when Captain Hulk got moved to a different like. Oh yeah, different part like a different like it was like uh, public relations yeah, or something he went to, like, like the that. PR thing. Yeah, and they're, like waiting to see who the new captain of the precinct is. And then like the end of season three was when him and Jake went into like uh, witness protection yeah. program. So I haven't I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen after that. Yeah, 
Yeah, so season four starts with them in witness protection program. <laughs> <coughs> so, so since we're watching some LARPing, I actually like remember. Have, um, you, have you been LARPing, Todd? I've never been LARPing. I have friends who LARP, um, but um, I remember from being that's told a from great fucking centaur costume. Freaking centaur. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking amazing. But I remember hearing from um, actually from Pat Ferguson. Um, he would yeah a story from back in the day i guess there's a really big larping community our friend pat's from like the montreal area okay and uh i guess there's a really big larping community in in montreal and they like they go up on the mountain they do their like their boff sword thing and all this stuff and i guess um at one point like the goth community found out that there was like larping <laughs> going on oh, on the mountain so all of these like is that supposed to do that? Is that yeah, what you're fine. Okay. Yeah. We're so, good. all right. The screen's like tripping out, and I was worried because, well, she's fine. It's all right. It will go to like screen tour because we haven't touched yeah. the mouse recently. Okay. But yeah, so the goth community, it, or yeah, I guess what you could call a community in in Montreal, found out that there's all these, yeah, all these, <laughs> all these like larpers on the mountain. So they got dressed up like zombies. <laughs> Oh. And like stormed up the mountain to just go mess with these LARPers. I can see so, Alan doing that. So, so because it's you know Montreal and like they just like they just freak out because they're French. It basically just turned into like an all-out like war, war between these LARPers, knights versus zombies, and these zombies. And then like I guess there's like a a like an abbey or something like that up like or a church of some sort like up on the side of the mountain. So like they ended up like coming on like coming onto the church grounds and like banging on the door or something like that or like the the priest that was there just like <laughs> sees what's going on he's like yeah dab on neck and just like calls the cops so <laughs> the cops come in and just like See, and like sucks. arrest everybody there's probably no video footage because they're so into their roles the fact that it's oh it's 1645 we have to <laughs> is and, that a cell phone busy what casting magic is this busy casting fireballs <laughs> but yeah so that's my LARPing story. <laughs> McLovin is pissed. You messed up his LARPing. What if there's like any LARPers around here? I I I I, I can confirm that there is a. Like, I bet some you sort there's sort of like especially much like University of Waterloo or Laurier mm. students. I, a LARPing club. I don't know. I don't know where it is, but I I can confirm that there is some sort of LARPing community nearby because I, I have friends that actually LARP yeah. and they have like tried to talk me into it and I'm like I am not that yes. nerdy I just I can't like my, my social credit is already really low yeah, I just I would not be able to get into it like you could dress me up you could give me a sword but I just don't think I would be like actually having fun being like haha I challenge you to a duel like no I just feel like it's like one of those things that you have to like hide from your friends. <laughs> like you're like a closeted LARPer. <laughs> like Kilroy in his they deathbed, we go through like his we go through outfit. his stuff. There's like a full like LARPing wardrobe. Yeah. In his, yeah. <laughs> what like, is this? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Kilroy, why do you have chainmail? <laughs> uh, I'm really into S and M. Is that a broadsword? <laughs> you're into S and M, but you have a broadsword. I don't really niche S and M. Which is another thing I don't think you can keep out of the open for. either. <laughs> Unless you're fat Mike from no effects. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Paul Rudd. 
What a great guy. Yeah, just, just coming back just, to apologize. Yeah. Like, there's people in this world who, if when you get in a fight with them, they'll just never talk to you again, and they'll hate you, and they'll hold the grudge. Paul Rudd is the kind of guy who will admit when he's wrong, come back, say he's sorry, and want to be friends again. Yeah. Like, yo, dude, we cool? We we cool. We yeah. cool. We cool. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> If a chick actually started doing this to you, how would is this how you would react or how would you react? Would you be like, "What? Like, what the fuck are you doing?" Or would you be like, "Yeah, I'm a bad boy." <laughs> what if she started like teaching you or treating you like she was a teacher? Yeah, if she was like like shoved you down on the bed and was like, "You're a bad boy," like that kind of thing doesn't I don't think happens in reality That's, too often. Maybe you just started like maybe not, a teacher skill, right? Maybe I just Start texting to. teachers that we know that are single. Or I can text, or I can message Joel and he can find me some teachers. They're going to have Joel do that to you. I was like, no, well, Joel okay. would know the teachers because Joel's a teacher. Fuck, let me finish my sentence before you say You God. want Joel to treat you like a naughty student. Joel, if you're out there, hit me up. Are you a LARPer? <laughs> no. <laughs> a LARPer that you wants to look in my closet right now. Joel's a LARPer that wants a male teacher to treat him like a naughty student. Okay. <laughs> Learning a lot about Kilroy today. Yeah. <laughs> this is like this is like really cathartic for you. We didn't mention letting me. all those demons out of your closet. He didn't mention to me uh, earlier that he's gonna get an apartment boys. with his boyfriend at some point, so <laughs> Well that's because God <laughs> never mind. There's words and stuff. It's too many words. <laughs> Why can't we just communicate like, this series podcast of is over. Final episode. <laughs> All right, final episode. This will be my last podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> to be awkward, I have to come back here with people to record. It is now the Alistair Watch is a movie alone podcast. In Justin's house. In, in Just- my house. I'll be like, Don, I'm coming over to record a podcast with Justin's recording here. Perfect. Come over. Here's some wine. <laughs> from what I, Yeah, from what I can tell, she'd just be fine with it. She's like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It's fine. She's a nice lady. She's a great lady. She's a saint. She's a saint. Donna is a saint. Donna the saint. Saint Donna. Saint Donna. Better than that Saint Jimmy. (laughs) 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 That fucking Jesus of suburbia. Uh, They put on a pretty decent show. Saw them a few weeks back. Oh, yeah? I haven't seen Green Day. Me and... uh, We're about bands that we uh, need to see and have yet to see. You said you've pretty much seen everyone. Yeah, there's like, we were going, like, we put on like a pop punk playlist, and it was like, I've seen like 90% of the bands that came up on the playlist. Really? The bands that mean something to you that you actually give a shit about, you've probably seen. There's like a 90% of Out of bands, I like, there's a shorter list of bands I have yet to see. Obviously, so, you're not going to see every, but obviously, you're not going to care about every. It's like, how invested are you in ACDC? Probably not, not that at all. invested. But Do yeah, so one of me and my coworker, one of our coworkers, we wanted to see Against Me. They're opening for Green Day, and they're still like balcony tickets. They're still making music? Yeah, Green Day. Really no, not, not Green Day. No, against um, me. Against me. Yeah, yeah. my I, last I, two I, records have been like their best records. I've really fallen out of the music scene. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, I've been really dropping the ball musically. But yeah, so we want to go see them. There's still balcony tickets. Really, we don't want to get spend forty dollars just to sit in the balcony at Cops Coliseum. So we like found like sixty dollar like floor tickets or something that were like originally like a hundred, and uh, we bought them the day of and went saw uh, Against Me at play, and then Green Day was the headliner. Okay. Sitting by the soundboard there on the floor of the arena. That's that's pretty decent. Yeah. I got really... Green Day lost me. Got what? Uno, Dos, and Trey? 
what that Uno Dos and Trey their trilogy of records or no like or 21st century breakdown somewhere between like the beginning of like the American idiot kind of period and like midway into the American idiot period I do they just like it just became all like too much like yeah it was just like yeah we get it you don't like George Bush like get over it <laughs> Like, he's not going anywhere. You're stuck with him for four years. Yeah. Turned out to be eight. Turned out to be eight. But it's just like, all right, cool. Like, all right, like, harp on something else. They're like that now, but they, like, they, like, rip on Trump now. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it's punk rock. Like, I get it, but it's just, like, there was so much, like, publicity just turned up and, like, American idiot. The the idiot is George Bush. <laughs> he's know? that redneck when they say redneck agenda. <laughs> But you've probably like seen a good chunk of the bands that you like love. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's partly why I like I don't do things or go to shows anymore because it's like I've seen already seen all the bands you want to see. I've seen the bands that I want to see and like a lot of the bands that I really like cared about are gone. Like like, I mean I'm wearing like a means t shirt right now. I remember we went to their like farewell tour in Guelph. Yeah, like they they haven't they haven't been a band since two thousand and eight. Yeah. Like or like I, mean, I was like talking with Kilroy today, like we were talking about that. I'm like the bands I haven't seen are like bands that like either haven't toured Canada like ever or toured Canada once and I missed it, or haven't toured Canada since before I like went to shows. Like yeah. I've, never, I've never seen Blindside. But I think the last time they toured Canada was like when I was in middle school, so yeah. like I wouldn't have gone to see them or or they played that one Cornerstone date back in like was that 2000 yeah i'm sorry i know that's like a that's yeah, a sore sorry. subject that's yeah. a that's a very sad thing like or like knowing there's a band you'll never see or a band in their prime that mm-hmm. you'll never get to see or like emery i really like it i don't think they ever toured canada yeah i've seen you I've, probably saw them at cornerstone though i haven't seen all of emery i saw like an acoustic set with like devon yeah doing emery tracks and then like cool, yeah it was it and was then i'm trying to think who else i was on that list i haven't seen like i haven't seen project 86 but I've, at, I've seen but at this point like I don't really care about their music now so I wouldn't want to see them yeah. now because they wouldn't play the stuff I like but even if or you, even like even like Demon Hunter finally came through and played Canada like a couple years mm-hmm. back but that was like I like their first three records the self-titled Summer Darkness and Triptych and by that point they put out two records after that I'm like yeah, so they're gonna play the newer stuff mostly that Storm the Gates of Hell wasn't bad and it seems like they always like will be touring on what album they release, so they're doing that album cycle of the tour. And then they'll like, and it was them opening for some of the like, the, and it was like, them the, opening the for like a band stays. I did, and they were opening for like In Flames, who I've never listened to. So I'm like, why would I Ugh. go sit through like someone that I don't know, watch a Demon Hunter set with half songs I don't want to hear, and That's then In Flames? I enjoyed that we're kind of almost getting into like where every band's that we like is getting older, and now they can do. 10 20 year anniversary tours of certain cds yeah front to back I, I love those concerts because there's such a nostalgic feeling to those but more so than just a regular concert where they just play all their hits in a row it's something about a band playing the album front to back live that's special i find yeah that's like when i saw pod in concert when they were touring for like one of their, it was like for the Warriors EP two tour. Yeah, but they oh, like, I wish I went to that. Went they to that did, show. That lineup was so sick. It was like Maylene. It was Maylene, Maylene the Chariot. Son, yeah, Maylene Sons of Disaster, Chariot, Pillar, Damn. Pod, and Damn. Pod played like their entire album that they had just put out, and then they played like all of the song. Like they played like Satellites. Satellite, like pretty much every hit off of Satellite. Everyone like, off Fundamental was in Southtown, yeah, and like and like. They closed with like Outcast. 
Yeah. And like everybody was like crowd walking. Like all four lead singers of like all four bands were crowd walking. Like that'd be insane. But yeah, just to like give you some closure on like the blind side thing is like I have a buddy who saw them in 2007 and they didn't even know how to play King of the Closet anymore. So. Thing is though, like I know like those first few records, but I didn't hear about them until Silence came out. So I would be okay with like a Silence to current era blindside mm. tour. <laughs> Was that Oz? I don't ever saw Oz. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> Martin is gay for robots. robots. Who runs like that? She has like a T Rex arm going on. (laughs) I went to the. I used to go to the gym and every time people run like that. I gotta hit the gym one of these days. There's some like pro soccer players that like. They'll run like that, kind of like their half jog is all like awkward handed, like T Rex arm. The whole like faking an injury thing really <laughs> bugs me. I don't understand. Is it because you grew up on hockey as a culture and that's real I hitting? That, and, I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah. And like you, yeah. Do you, you. Hockey is such a fucking ruthless sport, even more so than football. Like. Yeah. And like you're, there's, there's praise given to players who like play injured or pretend they're not hurt. Rather than like trying to draw, and, and like the thing, it's like you'll hear about like hockey players where it's like they're playing on a broken ankle. Yeah, or Cos- Crosby got a concussion. He's still gonna play four more games. Yeah. or uh, friggin' buddy on yeah, buddy on uh, Ottawa. He he was playing with like a fractured foot or something yeah. like that, wasn't he? And like Some you'll see that. the soccer player Carlson? take a ball yeah, to the, the the head, and then he like ten seconds later reacts like oh the ball hit me and falls down and it's like or like doing it to get the penalty kick that's takes all the sportsmanship out of the game like so you can win like I don't know it just imagine if you showed up at this burger place and saw these LARPers just sitting there in full costume <laughs> like imagine if you walked into like beer town yeah. or like crappy Joe's yeah. on like a wing night we need to There's go a bunch like, of LARPers we need to go somewhere else honey and just like get in the car and leave <laughs> yeah. like you like something, something isn't right something is going down like when you walk in and it's like and it like it looks like medieval times and it's <laughs> and you're not, not at medieval times <laughs> yeah like, it's just, like something ain't right <laughs> what else is that guy and the white guy next to Ken Jong? like I've seen him in something else too oh what has he been in I don't know. He's been in like some other. He's stuff. probably like a lot of like. He's probably got those like small. Yeah. Paul Rudd's like. He's kind of like. I'm trying, I don't know how to say this without sounding gay. It's like he's really good looking, but he's so goofy at the same point that it's like all his attractiveness kind of you don't see it. You don't. It, it goes over your head in a sense. You know. He's like every man handsome. Yeah. Like he's handsome, but he's approachable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like you're not yeah. intimidated because like this guy's really ha- really funny and like seems cool, but yeah. but He's such a nice guy. That bone structure though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, great looking guy. Yeah, Matt Walsh. He he's in V. Oh, I just remembered. You know who I have a man crush on? <laughs> um, why can't I think of his name right now? Obi Wan Kenobi. What's his name? You you Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. He seems like he's a super nice guy. <laughs> That's yeah. He did that whole like motorcycle diaries thing or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, like you got to be pretty cool to do something like that. 
He's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. That dude's just like in and, like all these comedy movies. Along, Sorry. And that, he dismembered freaking Hayden Christian. So like, or Hayden. Yeah. Is that his left name? Him to Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Hayden so that yeah. white guy, Matt Walsh, he's in, he has like a small role in old school elf, Starsky and Hutch school for scoundrels, lower learning, be kind, rewind, drove at Taylor, semi pro step brothers, role models. I love you, man. The hangover Cyrus due date. Like he's in all these movies with all these comedians. All those like, yeah, I heard a lot of Judd, Judd Apatow. Yeah. Yeah. He was in get hard. The do-over, keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, he's about he's gonna get the business. Boom! Slam! Yeah, Sean William Scott's just gonna get he's gonna get told what's what. Money. Money. <laughs> it's gonna Uh-oh. be re- weird seeing all these celebrities like really old. Like when Sean William Scott gets to like his uh, George Clooney days. Yeah. Like think about that. What is what is Sean William Scott going to be doing when he's George Clooney's age? Is he going to be doing serious roles or like for all we know, 25 years from now, Sean William Scott could win an o- Oscar for best actor. Hey, Tom Hanks did like so many like Tom weird Hanks. comedies um, like Tucker and Hooch, I think it is. The one where he's got yep. the dog. And he's um, um, big. There's, some, there's something yeah. about you. Or that, that thing you do. That thing you do. Where he's like in the band. You've got mail. Um, Woody in Toy Story. Woody, Woody in but Toy that was Story. after he was... like That was like post um Yeah. Philadelphia. I feel like that's Tom Hanks still Tom Hanks. Phil- Philadelphia was like the it turning makes- point, I think, for his career when he was like... This, this, this guy's got some... <laughs> Tom Hanks was... <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks was in a sitcom back in the day with like the guy that played oh I can't even like the guy that I can't even remember the other guy but it was called Bosom Buddies and ba- <laughs> yeah yeah I'm not making this up you can you can IMDb this I'm 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 not I'm not kidding he was in a sitcom called Bosom Buddies and the whole premise was him and his friend were dressing up like women so they could live in like a a, 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 sior, a sorority or some sort of like like women's only all, women's only like apartment because they couldn't find cheap apart like <laughs> and zaniness ensues you know everything seems like a logical idea have you ever tried looking for a place as like a single dude or like like, oh, dude! Yeah. Oh, yeah. You dude's are, looking you, for you are undesired. Like you are or, like or the like, lowest. Or like cast. dudes, sorry, like live together. It's like no, we want women, yeah. women only. Want, women for yeah. me. It was because it was me and two guy roommates, and we were all trying to find a place. And they were like, no, we want families, only families, families or yeah. girls. Like that's like when me and Todd it, went to Heritage, yeah. whose enrollment is majority male. They have a binder in their student services with places to rent in the area that people have submitted. And 95% of those places are women only when 75% of the student body enrollment yeah. is dudes. Makes even, no sense. That was, that was more Len of a, was like, maybe we should go and act as a gay couple just so we can get the house. <laughs> like that. He literally had that. He's like, we'll dress up fancy. We'll like, you can put on a little bit of slur if you want. <laughs> that was, was a, like, no, we're not actually doing that. That's uh, a funny idea, but. Our experience was more of like a boarding situation than like trying to find an apartment though. Like that was like, you're living in a house yeah, with some people, stuff. right? Like it's like slightly different. But I mean, still like, very like biased and like not cool but at the same time like it's not not yeah, yeah it's a little different see and me and kelly who's a guy are trying to find a place within the next couple of months or maybe next year who you live with our kelly no. <laughs> i'm going to make sure you get a who will be a future podcast <laughs> guest eventually make sure you, make sure you uh you ID the girls sheets. that she comes home <laughs> 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 
Yeah, just like, I will do that. Just security. Like, hey, get like, ladies, let's see some ID first before you golden like, shower. Yeah. Velvet rope and everything. Yeah, yeah. Club Kilroy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And after, yeah, you got that lobby area already for that after party. Yeah. An after party in the hotel lobby. Nice couch, maybe a nice plant. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> that? Holy crap, it's a flip phone. Motorola Razor, wow. too. Dang. That was like the bee's knees back in yeah, the day. Yeah, what was the cell phone? It was. And when? When did you get it? Try to remember. I remember what model it was. It was like a flip phone from uh, Solo. I think it was called Solo. That was like Bell's like cheap carrier thing okay. back in like 2000. Back when I was in grade 10 or 11. See, everyone, I was late on the cell phone game. Everyone had cell phones in elementary school, but I was like, yeah, I don't really need one. Like, I didn't care. So I I got it in 2007. I always wanted that I phone, the Motorola Razor. Oh, yeah. I ended up getting like the. Sanyo had like a knockoff Motorola Razor I had at one point. Yeah, mine was. I think mine was in was in grade ten as well. Like when I was like turning sixteen. Yeah, and it was like I remember T nine text. Yeah, yeah. Like my parents are always like, you have to pay for your own cell phone. That's why I didn't get mine until like ten or eleven because I had to pay for it myself. Phones did not have a full keyboard. Think about it. It wasn't until like you had the weird phones that actually like could slide. I had one that like slid out, and it was like. It, yeah. it had like a regular like it looked like a regular like um a brick phone regular brick phone and slid out into the full keyboard yeah that's what mine had too yeah actually I, no, mine slid out and it was still t9 text i'm pretty sure <laughs> i had an L, i had like my second phone i think it was an lg rumor which had like it was a slider so it had like, i think the, i had, like the rumor the full the full qu- qwerty keyboard i had like the rumor two or three yeah yeah, I had like one of those like. Do you remember when Much Music did like a partnership with Rogers? Yeah, and they had like a whole line of Motorola phones. Yeah, so I had one of those, and I remember getting the one, and it had a camera on it. And my mom being like, "I don't know if I want you to have a camera phone because like they're gonna, <laughs> they're they're cracking down on them. You might not be able to take them into public places. <laughs> that because that was that was the thinking yeah. in two thousand and five. Little like, did oh. we know, yeah, she know like, <laughs> like literally like you know HD cameras now like like the picture quality on like iPhone cameras is like unreal. It's going to yeah. be crazy what cell phones turn into like 50 years from now. Like things like kids don't really need cell even I like to this day I don't think like an elementary school kid needs a cell phone. No. 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 It's their parents that get them for them. Like it's the parents that think their kids need a cell phone. I I'm not like But the problem is like by t- is a good by, age to get a cell The thing phone. is by time we have kids like at least mm-hmm. when we were in elementary school for like kids like if we need to call our parents like there's always like at school there's an office or pay phones like how many payphones is there out now? Like, if our kids would need to call like, us. Yeah, like, it, it's it, the society has moved to a place where you have to kind of have a cell phone now. Yeah, see, because, like, back in the day, it's like you you could go throughout high school and not have a cell phone. And yeah. And be fine. Because your, your high school had, like, our, my high school had, like, two payphones, right? My high school right had, like, four or there. five, like a wall. Yeah, yeah we yeah. had a huge wall. My high school might have been a bit bigger than yours, Todd. You really were in the class. I'm pretty sure you could literally use the phone in the class. And I don't know if there's phones in the classrooms. I remember like let's go use the office yeah. if you didn't have a quarter. I feel yeah. I feel like they frowned upon us using the phones in the class, but but yeah, or were but those I, only like PA phones like went to the office maybe. No, that you could dial out on them. They just kind of like didn't want you to do it just because like it sets like precedence okay. of like you let him use the phone. Yeah, well he's not an idiot. Like. You, He's yeah. not calling a yeah. phone sex line. Yeah, like he's, he's not ordering a pizza, Johnny. Or <laughs> calling a 900 number. Yeah. Uh, 1-800. Fucking. And then some sort of <laughs> some, bad slur. Some sort of expletive. 
Yeah. Insert we were about to get sexual. an insight to phone sex lines like Kilroy had called, but then he uh, yeah, restrained. He, yeah, you see that moan of hesitation of like, no. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> you do LARP, don't you? I LARP all the time. You LARP and then call a phone sex line after. You guys are just locked right into my 1-900-HOT-LARP. Hot LARP. Hey, that works. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you call it my phone starts ringing. <laughs> Shit. They're on to me. He runs it. <laughs> I'm going to storm Hi, your castle. You Justin Kilroy at 1-800-HOT-LARP. You, you reached Sir Justin Kilroy the night. I'm yeah. going to storm your castle. Sir Kilroy. <laughs> 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 this sword's broader than anything you've experienced before. Have you seen my eight-inch broadsword? <laughs> oh. I love that he's like dressed up as. They're all dressed Paul up as Stan- kids. Uh, who's the drummer? Gene. Well, uh, Peter Chris. Peter Chris. Nobody wants to be Peter Chris. Not even even Peter, Peter Chris wants to be Peter Chris. Oh, <laughs> that's a good death. Not bad. Hmm. The demon. The demon. <laughs> you know Gene Simmons claims he's had like five thousand sexual partners. Yeah, something. yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's it's like Gene Simmons and I think like Tommy Lee or something, <laughs> and um, Brett Michaels. I think. Yeah, was. Tommy Ooh, uh, Lee has hepatitis C. Just <laughs> a fun fact for you. He's got the hep. <laughs> That's bad for your liver. <laughs> it's bad for a lot of things. <laughs> what? She's rocking the old Blackberry. I'm not oh. gonna lie, LARPing looks pretty sweet. Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, what kind of curse words they actually used in medieval. Like, when did fuck become... So that's been around for time. Yeah. Like, I betcha when, like, soldiers in real life were fighting like this, be like, come on, fucking... Like fuck, they were they were saying it. We've been saying fuck for a long time. It's such a good word. <laughs> McLovin saved his girlfriend. Yeah, Aww. <laughs> May I have a kiss, thy fair? <laughs> that's like that's like me with every girl ever in my entire life. Just hi. hi. Bye. All right, see you later. Okay, see you later. <laughs> yeah, confidence is a weird thing. You kind of just got to, like, step out of yourself and just force yourself. You got to roll with it. You got to roll with the punches because it's inevitable. You just kind of, like, <laughs> I don't know. Just force yourself to be confident is, and you will be. This is getting really real. <laughs> to, to quote the OC, <laughs> confidence, Cohen. Confidence. You just need confidence. And you'll get your uh, Summer. You'll get your Rachel Bilson. Oh, man. She He's was a there. hot commodity once upon a time. <laughs> she was a big name. Yeah, you don't really see too much from that. And now uh, Ryan Atwood is like, what's his name in real? What's, he's like the most successful star off that show out of the kids. The guy who's in Gotham now? Yeah, he's in Gotham. Yeah, I, I right, don't remember what his name is. Because like Rachel Bilson, I don't think he's done anything. Seth Neither Cohen. Seth Cohen. Yeah. Uh, and Misha Burton literally yeah, fell off. Just, don't tell me. Uh, um, blank. Adam. Why do I want to say Adam? Adam Brody? Adam Brody. He was in that movie Jennifer's Body <laughs> with uh, Megan Fox, where he played like the satanic vampire rock star or whatever. That's Never weird. Saw that one. Wasn't that where like 
she was a succubus yeah something, yeah. something or or other. A vampire or he was like the satanist like rock star and she was like a vampire and she was like eating like her like or killing her like classmates yeah sounds like a succubus to me yeah the soundtrack of the movie is pretty dope there was like a Haley williams solo track like a all-time long, I think, did a song for it. Yeah. Pank of the Disco did one. Good old Haley Williams. Like a dashboard track. We were listening to Dashboard today. Yeah. Good. We listened to Paramore the other day at work. We listened to some Riot. The new, the new, have you listened to the new Paramore I yet? like it. Okay. You so, like it? So my thoughts on it. I like it as like a sweet 80s pop throwback record. Okay. But like, but as, as like a fan a par- of Paramore, Paramore album, like it doesn't... Though? Like as someone who loves Riot and Brand New Eyes yeah. and like All We Know Is Falling or Failing, I always butcher that title. Like, as someone who likes those three records, like, it's a completely different band. Oh, yeah. It's, like, a complete departure from, like, everything. But that Me Without You track near the end there is pretty dope. <laughs> I didn't even hear that part. The I second would... last track. It's right. it's Aaron Weiss singing. Really? The whole time. I'll need to, like, like... mixed very low in the mix. Yeah. And it's just all instrumental other than him singing. And then his vocals, like, protrude out of the mix. And that's it. Oh, man. Like, it's a track. I'll and need then, to re-listen to that. And then the last track's a ballad. So you hear that long track. Like four or five minute track with just Aaron Weiss. Could you imagine like Aaron Weiss playing like some of the big like stadium shows that like Paramore plays? You just bring him just, out for that song. Just, just like one of the most awkward dudes is like this Philadelphia like indie rocker who like wears like plays an accordion for a couple of their songs. <laughs> but the best part is like like I heard about before I like had heard the record. I think you had texted me about it. Then I saw my yeah. Facebook friends of mine who love like that whole like tooth and nail genre we're all like aaron weiss is on this track and i was yeah. like i went into it expecting to be like i'm waiting for this aaron weiss track but imagine me like a 14 15 year old paramore fan who loved like ain't it fun hearing this record it's like okay it's this bouncy 80s pop thing then all of a sudden this like dude just sort of like mumbling and super singing. weird yeah <laughs> you're, the, you're like you get like 10 tracks and you're like what the fuck is going on i haven't heard this like where's Haley? like what's going on have you ever like interacted with aaron weiss in like real life or seen him interact i've seen like interviews and stuff like that i saw me without you open for brand new and that's about it he is so awkward like he's a very like i don't know how much of his like like kind of like an act or something like like it's just a a stage thing he's a very like awkward dude like awesome makes great music yeah yeah. I'll never forget what video. I didn't get to see it live, but I've watched the video multiple times. Our friend Eric Cantlow was there. I don't know. Were you there at the Cornerstone where Norma Jean played? Uh, oh God, the uh, yeah, played yeah. I've seen. Uh, Memphis, and then like Josh came out, out and yeah. then he comes out comes out at the end, and like Corey is just like bowing to him. Yeah, Corey and Josh. Yeah, where he does like the spoken word yeah. piece in it. Yeah. I also saw a lot of show in Toronto at the Mod Club. And like um, Paramore, uh, me without you was headlining. Yeah, and they ran out of time because the mod club turns into like a club. Yeah, like later on. So he's like, we're gonna do like a couple like like a sidewalk show for everybody who wants to like stick around and hang yeah. out. So literally, they, they they just like played on the sidewalk for like yeah. however long it was. That's pretty sweet. And he played like like uh, like all like the. The spiders yeah. from like brother sister and like a few other things. Like it was, yeah. like, it was probably like the like top five concerting experience. I'd say. I bet. I still find it funny. Like when I saw Norma Jean, I saw them on the Oga- most recently on the Oh God the Aftermath ten year tour, and the only member in the band left that played on that record is the lead singer, and then for their encore, like they play all of 
Oh God, the Aftermath front to back, mm-hmm. including the bonus track. And then they walk off stage and the crowd just starts chanting Memphis. And I'm standing with their merch, uh, Sleepwave open. So I'm standing with Sleepwave's merch guy because I hung with him when I hung saw Sleepwave before that. And I'm like, wait a second. We just went from a set where only one member actually played on all the songs they played to now their encore. Yeah. None of the current band members were even on the recording of this song. But then the 68 opened, so then Josh, the original screamer, came out and sang it with them. So it's amazing. I have video of it. It's amazing. It's on my Facebook. That'd be dope. Great moments in music history, folks. Memphis will be laid to waste with Josh Scoggin coming out. Oh, and Senior Chang is just, he just, he's, he's, he gone. He dead. He dead. Are you going to go to that Norman Jean show at Maxwell's? Is it? The I feel like day, I, uh, when is it's the day after uh, your guys' CD release show or what's, your guys' uh, show. What's the What's the date of that? What's up, Travis? Eighteenth, June eighteenth. It's uh, some band. I don't know who's the one band is, but it's all at sea, mirrors and tides, and the Norman Jean. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like I know, like it's I know, on like, Father's Day. I heard the. I heard they were opening for that. I feel like I'm out of town. Like actually, June eight, June seventeenth is my buddy's wedding. So June 18th might be a little bit of a stretch because yeah. I'm like, I'll be in like Owen Sound for the I'm weekend. in Windsor the day before. It's my cousin's wedding. The one that's marrying Paul Nardone. Oh, yeah. Who Eric Cantillo is one of the groomsmen. So. Oh, you guys are watching the. We're watching Role Models, Travis. Oh, Role Models. Yeah, I've seen this. This is a great movie. It's so good. Your brother had never seen it before today. This, oh, really? is, this is the first no viewing. Way, you dropped your brotherly like responsibility, man. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. How much? I'll even. Like I know, right? <laughs> I barely recognized you there. Like, is that? That's fucking Todd. Yeah, it's Todd. It is Todd. It's Toddly. The Toddcast. The Toddcast. The Toddcast. <laughs> 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 we, Justin got to work today. He's like, "Are we recording today?" We're like, "Yeah, we're recording with Todd." I'm like, "It's gonna be the Toddcast." <laughs> Dude, I fucking died. That was, that's that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. You know how back in the day you could like name your iPod? <laughs> yeah. The Todd Pod. The Todd Pod. It's like a silver medal. His dad is like, it's not gold. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Nice guy, Paul Rudd. Nice guy, Paul Rudd. The nicest of guys, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd, See, look, Manning, he's McLovin. Be like, yo, now you gotta go yeah. to your chick. Yeah. He knows. He's the nice guy. He's helping a brother out. He's totally wingmanning it. That's what nice guys do. Yeah. They don't finish last, okay? Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd is an example of a nice guy who does not finish last. In fact, <laughs> I'd say he'd finish first. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it. I'm, I'm gonna go, I'll go there. there. Yeah. I'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rudd, the nice guy who finished I like first. You have this mic, Justin, but you have like a bad view of the TV. <laughs> Yo, I got the sick, got the perfect screen, man. He's got like this shield thing. I we tried taking it off the one day, but it was way too much work. No, it's too much work to get it off. That's why it's, you got the glass shield. It's like the riot shield opponent in like every first-person shooter ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one day when this podcast upgrades to video, yeah, they'll understand what's going on. We'll need your donations, folks. <laughs> Like, Remember. comment, and subscribe. Wait, like, comment, comment subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. You can support the podcast. We can advertise whatever you want. Yeah. Like, if you were like, hey, I just want you to advertise me. Like, if Travis one day is like, I want to 
pay eight dollars to advertise we'll be like this episode's brought to you by travis kilroy <laughs> the travis kilroy i'll just buy you beer and that's like yeah he likes long walks on the beach candle at dinners and playing overwatch what more can you like what more can you want available on tinder now yeah. swipe right ladies swipe or right swipe left no way, I can't remember. <laughs> it's, it's, Maybe you've been doing Tinder wrong this whole time, Kilroy. Swipe left means like. Swipe left, like, yeah. Yeah. I've been on Tinder in like six months. So, Todd. Like, what? Retract you and you want to say swipe left. No, I thought, no, no swipe left is, is no. You said swipe right. Yeah, swipe right is yes. Yeah, no, like, if you're looking at your screen, right. You're going that way. That means no. No, that it doesn't. Yes. Kilroy's Kil- been playing Tinder, Tinder, Tinder wrong right this now. whole time. No wonder you don't have any matches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. This girl's hot. I swear. No, you're you're definitely wrong. Oh no, you are right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Kilroy's been playing Tinder wrong this whole time. Yeah. No, 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 I just is I your Tinder bi- Tinder bio? Uh, I don't even swipe. I just use the button. You, actually, Kilroy, is your you bio 90? still? <laughs> oh, is my bio still? <laughs> yeah, I keep looking for a date to my work Christmas party on January second. Where, where, where can I read that? <laughs> I feel like you should just leave that up there just because it's hilarious. <laughs> No, like, I don't think I have it up. It's there. like one of those like bios like possesses. What did it, say? it was like looking for a plus one for to the Christmas party. My work Christmas party on January second <laughs> or something. No, along. but there was something. There, there was, was something clever. There was something sexual too about it. That was like, oh, uh, there was maybe I shouldn't post this, but then I did it. Anyway. We did it anyway. Uh it was great. Even Paul Rudd is singing to you right now. Paul Rudd. Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. <laughs> Slapping the bass, man. This song, this Different scene is really drawn me. out. Yeah. Don't have much space here. <laughs> this chair. Kilroy's all up in ya. We're uh, we'll probably wrapping up here. The movie's uh, almost done. We'll wrap it up. Minutes. Oh, We're getting close to done. Uh I think this might be it. Yeah, the, that, I'm pretty sure this is like that was the, the like last yeah. music. Yeah, love gun. There it is, folks. Yeah, that's role models. That is role models. Episode number seven in the bag. Lucky number eleven. Lucky number eleven. That is a fan. Speak. Yeah, movie. Fantastic movie. Good movie. I remember maybe, Brad Barrow was obsessed not, with that movie. Maybe not quite the proper like of like for the for this pro like format of podcast. We've been done mostly. No, you can watch anything because we did mostly we comedies. Well, we watched the movie, right? So yeah. we did all comedies, and then we did other than actually. I we feel like Transformers. The we actually sat there and analyzed. Yeah, we, we were sitting there watching frame by frame, talking frame by frame, talking about why are they doing this? That's ridiculous. Because that's how this whole thing started. Like because my <laughs> Kilroy one day who's live Snapchatting him watching the Parent Trap <laughs> about how ridiculous it was. Then we started talking about it at work. Yeah. That's our Inception. Maybe we should watch Inception. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't even realize the post credit scene was happening. Until it was. Until until it was when, pretty much over. And it was Until Jane possi- Lynch and uh, Ken Marino were sexually doing stuff to a hot dog. Possibly one of the most disturbing things I think I've ever seen. I don't even see Jane Lynch playing with a hot dog like that ever again. Yeah, no, that's that's it's like one of those things like you wish you could have gone your the rest of your life without seeing it. But does it make you stronger now, having mm. seen it? I don't think so. I think that's one of those things that's just I feel like, like you can see worse thing or you can see things 
that are just as bad and you're like it won't phase you because you've already seen her with the hot dog <laughs> <laughs> you're now you're a stronger man you're a real man now it's like it doesn't kill you makes you stronger right <laughs> mazel tov kid you're a man now <laughs> So that that yeah. was role models. That was role models, and from, this was Todd. Yeah, that was Todd. Todd. From and what that, I remember, from paying attention, it it's still funny. It holds up ten yeah, years later, or almost yeah. ten years later. Ah, Great movie. Ten years old. Jesus almost. It's like nine years old. Nine years old. You know what? Some of the later, uh, like two thousands comedies there are, are there's a gold. there's a good run yeah, like from yeah. like two thousand six onwards. Like uh, some great comedies, like we said. uh and then all of those like Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, like wedding that, like crashers, all that like, stuff, like Wedding Crashers, Anchorman, like yeah. Zoolander, like Dodgeball, like all yeah. that stuff. Like it's still funny, super like, bad, still, stands up super well. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I Which watched right that. There. Yeah, it's yeah. so funny, old school. Yeah, there you go. There's one there. Yeah, and then like I Love You, Man, another great one. That's Paul Rudd and Jason Siegel. So we got to make sure. Sorry to interrupt this episode because this will come out two weeks from when we're recording this yes which will be i think a week before your show this is your last time to pitch to our listeners to go to your show so for anyone out there listening in the tri-city areas uh my band (laughs) southern ontario southern ontario yeah yeah, make a trip we'd expand our reach here a little bit make a weekend of it come on down because they can't yeah they can make a weekend out of it tell about your show Truth of My Youth, we're a punk rock band. We'll be playing a show uh, in Hespler, Cambridge, at the Gastro Brown... Brownstone Gastro Pub. Brownstone Gastro Pub. <laughs> Sorry, I used to be called something else. Do you even know where you're playing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I played there a million times. It's great. Well, <laughs> so they're playing... How much is it? Uh, I think it's $10. And you're playing with who? We are playing with Skywritten, The Fatalist, and Headliners, Auras. And what time are Doors? Doors will be at seven o'clock. And if you want to make a weekend out of it, last episode yes, playing tomorrow, the actually, day the after. Day. So our guest down. from our previous episode, Patrick, who literally announced this show, I'm about to say the day after we recorded our episode with him. Yep. Um, his That's band so Mirrors and Tides is playing with another local band, All at Sea, opening for Norma Jean on June 18th Boom. at Maxwell's in Waterloo. The Norma Jean, yeah, the Almighty Norma Jean. Yeah. So. Oh, we should have said the Oris. Almighty Norma. That's what they the called um, themselves for a while. Yeah, the, the yeah. Almighty Norma Jean. So yeah, listen to them. They're like pretty hardcore. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're like under right? But like heavier, more so. Yeah, heavier, like heavier than under. But yeah, so make a weekend out of it. Set up yeah. some local Come shows. See uh, Truth My Youth play with Auras. You can meet us see, in person. Uh, and Tide play with Norma Jean. You can meet Kilroy at his June show. 18th. I'll be at the Norma Jean show. Uh, Norma Jean will be playing at Maxwell's. In we'll Waterloo, be playing at the Brownstone Gastro, Gastro Pub. Pub. But yeah, you can uh, follow us on Twitter and social media. I'm at Alistud on Twitter. I'm uh, at Justin Kilroy on Twitter. If you like what you hear, like us on Facebook. You can send hate mail to our email. It's Justin and Alistair watch movies at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. And if you ever want to sponsor us, email us. I'll check the email inbox. Maybe there's a sponsor. Someone wants to sponsor us. I don't know. Also, check out Todd. He's a great guy. Check out Todd. You can, where can they find you, Todd, on the internet? Um... Or in person, if you want yeah. people to find if you, you, want people to find you. I, I, I'm, I'm good with my uh, my anonymity at the moment. I think Ooh, I'm good. Yeah, uh, well, man, there you go, ladies. Man, He's international man of mystery. If you like Todd, though, he yeah. is single. Is he single? Yeah, uh, he's single. He's single. He's single. <laughs> so if you want Todd, 
Uh, you can message us. And, or you uh, can come to the Waterloo region and just swipe on Tinder until you find him. He's here. Folks, yeah. If he's on you. those dating apps. Then Great guy. <laughs> Great bush. guy. Huge Great. bush. <laughs> I think we should end it there. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Justin. I'm Alistair. Thanks for coming out, folks. Until next time. Be sure shout it to let go of the coat and swim back to land. I let go of the coat, but the coat won't let go of me. In any case, please let me know if there's more I can give you. If nothing comes of it, and just know we are grateful.